0: Happy fall, everyone, and welcome to Rep Chats, the podcast of Nashville Repertory Theater. I'm Micah Shane Brewer. Thanks so much for listening today. We can't believe that it's October already, which means that we have two wonderful events planned at the Rep this month, and we want to see you at the theater. We're going to talk about the first one, which is our Rep Aloud production of The Revolutionist. If you don't know what Rep Aloud is, uh, Rep Aloud means Reading Excellent Plays Aloud. So we have staged readings of some newer works that we want to explore the text and kind of delve into the story. And it's a great play, uh, The Revolutionist by Lauren Gunderson. And uh, this is going to happen on October the 7th and 8th at 7.30 p.m. at the Nashville Public Television Station. Uh, So you can register to attend. This event is free and open to the public. We're happy to have Becky Baker with us today. Becky is the chair of the theater department at Lipscomb University and our director for this staged reading of The Revolutionist. Welcome, Becky.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. Thanks for being here. So tell our listeners a little bit about you.
1: Yeah. So as you said, I'm over at Lipscomb University as the chair of the department. Um, I'm married. I have three children, um, originally from Texas, for any Texans out there. (laughs) Um, and I've been in Nashville since about 2009, uh, freelance directing and uh, working in the academic world.
0: Well, we are so excited about The Revolutionist. Tell our listeners a little bit about the play.
1: Yeah, so The Revolutionist is a strong, smart, fast-paced, political feminist comedy, Uh, if you can believe all those things (laughs) at once, Um, about four women, four revolutionaries uh, during the reign of terror, which is during the French Revolution, the Reign of Terror being the, the part where really a lot of heads were rolling. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is literally we, the, yes, <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, uh, the guillotine was very busy during this time, um, and these are. This is a historical fiction, so this is based on uh, women from history. Uh, we have a writer. Um, an activist, an assassin, and a deposed queen. Um, so it's very exciting. It's smart. It's strong, and it's it's really all about revolution, the cost of it, the role of women, um, and the power of women in the revolution. Um, how they can, you know, fight for equality and justice and the things that they believe in. Um, you know, and also, um, you know. Uh, find community and sisterhood and things like that.
0: These characters in the play were real people. Can you tell us about some of them?
1: Yes, so there are four women. Um, The first is Olympe de Gouges. Um, These are all French women, so uh, and I don't speak French, so my apologies (laughs) to to the pronunciations. But uh, she is, uh, she was a writer, feminist writer um, during that time, had pamphlets and Novels and all sorts of things. Um, Another one is um, uh, Marie Antoinette, who most people, of course, know. Uh, She was, um, this is after her husband, the king, has been killed and she has been deposed and she is, you know, preparing for um, her outcome that everybody knows. Um, and, uh, and it's sort of a human take on her, mm-hmm. a, a chance to see her. She's ridiculous and frilly and, <laughs> and funny, but, um, but also very, you know, she's a human. Uh, we also have Charlotte Corday, who was um, uh, a young French woman from the French country, who um, uh, really was, was, is called the Angel of Assassins. Um, so in this play, she's uh, trying to take on and think through a potential assassination. Um, and then there is a composite character from a, a couple of different uh, women from history, and uh, Lauren Gunderson calls her Marianne. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she is based on um, a Haitian uh, activist and revolutionary um, and uh, and sort of just the outcome of these four women um, coming together in this moment.
0: When I read the play, uh, I didn't know what to expect, first of all, but when I read <laughs> the play, I was really impressed with the humor of the play, mm-hmm. but also the message behind the humor, right? Like, yeah. it packs a punch. It really you know? does. And, and, and since this is a, not a fully staged production, but it's a reading, can you tell listeners what to expect when they see a stage reading?
1: Stage readings are one of my favorite opportunities for theater because they don't have the pressure and the, you know, budgetary expenses and sort of all of the things that come into tail when you do a full staged production mm-hmm. with full costumes and full scenic design and everything like that. Um, so what uh, a, an audience member can expect is that they're going to come, the actors will be having, they'll have scripts on stage. It's not memorized, um, usually in some sort of music stands, but they will be performing it to their utmost. We will have had some rehearsals and really tried to make a clear story for people. Um, It's a chance to really engage the imagination and to think of this show, um, you know, both in their mind as a production and also to really spend time with the text Mm -hmm. and think through what what the author is really trying to say.
0: So you mentioned the playwright Lauren Gunderson. I believe you've directed some of her work before, right?
1: Yes, I directed Silent Sky a couple of years Mm -hmm. ago, which is about the first female astronomers. Um, who uh, did wonderful things. So Lauren Gunderson is actually one of the most prolific playwrights uh, in, in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, her Not just female playwrights, playwrights. Uh, her works are done. She's written a number of plays that are done um, quite a bit uh, in academic and regional and professional theater. And so... Um, you know, I think Lynn Nottage just overtook her as the, you know, yeah. the the number one playwright produced in America today. But, um, yes, she is smart. She's prolific. She um, loves comedy. She really sees it as a way to to bring people to the table, mm-hmm. um, you know, rather than just coming at them with ideologies or, you know, um uh activism, things like that she you know of course she wants to broach important topics but comedy is just a way to to mm-hmm. disarm us and, and yeah. make us laugh and, and bring us close to the hard things.
0: I read something recently where the majority of plays produced are written by male playwrights. so playwrights like Lauren Gunderson and Lynn Nottage you know are, are certainly important and gaining more momentum. Talk about the role of, of women, and especially like women playwrights in theater, and and where you see the the industry going.
1: Hmm. Women, um, you know, uh, obviously, I believe that they are are equal to men and have an equal place um, in the theater, and and really bring something special um, and unique and important from from the female perspective, um, and so. You're right, there are, uh, it's still a male-dominant society, a male-dominant field, um, but, you know, we have to, that's that's our work, is we have to shed light and bring voices into the room um, of, of the female voice, and, and so this is such a great opportunity to not only bring Lauren Gunderson's voice, but um, the, the characters that she's created, um... You know, so we just, we just keep fighting for the revolution and for our chance to speak.
0: What do you hope audiences take away from with The Revolutionist?
1: Yeah, so this, this is not just a play about historical women during a specific time period um, and Lauren Gunderson trying to understand them. This is obviously a play about the world today. Mm-hmm. And I hope that people, people feel empowered and um, see themselves as part of uh, the society that they can change things, especially through community, through words, through actions, through activism, and, um, and you know, make the world a more um, equality-based
0: place. Mm-hmm. That's great. Tell us about the cast. It's a small cast, right? Small but, but mighty. mighty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. So Mallory Mundy. Um, Katie Bruno, Jennifer Whitcomb Oliva, uh, Megan uh, Montgomery, and Prinda Mercado are um, all going to be helping to tell this story. Uh, they are such brilliant, smart, fun women. Um, so, all of their powers combined, yeah. it's going to be electric.
0: It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. So, if you're listening, remember that Rep Aloud is a free event, but you should register. You can go to our website at nashvillerep.org. October the 7th and the 8th at 7 30 p.m. at Nashville Public Television. Uh, all the information is on our website, so sign up. We want to see you there. Again, it's a free event, so um, take advantage of this wonderful opportunity to hear and see The Revolutionist. Uh, Becky, what's up next for you after The Revolutionist?
1: Yeah, so I'll be directing Kate Hamill's Pride and Prejudice um, over at Lipscomb University Great. in the spring, so wonderful. come check it out.
0: And uh, check out the season at Lipscomb University as well. Uh, what, what's your website?
1: Uh, Lipscomb.edu backslash theater.
0: There you go. Well, Becky, thank you so much for being here today, and we are looking forward to next week.
1: I'm as well. Thank you. Thanks.
0: All right, everyone, mark your calendars, October the 7th and 8th at 7.30 p.m. The Revolutionist, our rep-allowed staged reading. Go over to our website at nashvillerep.org and uh, make your reservation. You don't want to miss this. Again, it's free. Uh, So uh, what do you have to lose? Come on out and experience a new play. Also, make sure your calendars are marked for The Cake, which is our next main stage production, October the 21st through the 30th at the Johnson Theater at the Tennessee Performing Arts Center. On our next episode, we're going to talk more about The Cake and this wonderful new play, and um, all that we have in store for you for that. So stick around. We hope you'll be back for our next episode. Follow us on social media, and we'll see you at the theater. Bye.